I do love Mavs. They make me laugh out loud. I mean, they are funny. Really? Yes. Buckle up, baby. The kings of controversy are on the microphone. It is time for another episode of Matt and Andrew versus Society. What's up, you guys? What's 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 up, you guys? In So we were talking about bucket hats mm-hmm. or actually what were we talking? Well, Oh, how? He, yeah. I think a bucket hat is, is a much more stronger move than a, than a regular hat than a baseball cap. Right. Uh, wait, a bucket hat is a stronger move than a baseball hat. Yeah. I, I think it's like more, it, it I think it's turn, more it, of it a turn hat. I think it's more of a fashion risk, if that's what you're saying. But the the reward yeah, stronger is very move, low. Fashion risk, I feel like that's the same thing. It's high risk, low reward. Low reward? <laughs> no. I'm how just, I'm how just, dare you? How could you fucking say that? High risk, uh, low reward. Yeah. DT, do you want to weigh in on bucket hats? She just gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> she She approves. Yeah, um, I don't think I can pull off. I want to be clear. I don't think yeah. I can pull off a bucket hat in everyday life. I think you never will with that attitude course, either. On the golf course, I feel like you can get a little more risky because uh, you're golfing and it's already goofy. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. Um, sometimes this was back when we were living in Florida, but DT and I would go um, to go mini golf and wear ridiculous <laughs> I knew you were going to compare it to mini golfing. Well, no, I mean, that was because neither of us golf, but, you know, we. Uh, we don't golf, but we putt. Yeah. Um, we're working on our short game. <laughs> uh, that's what's happening. Uh, no, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You Like golf. It's funny because like golf is one of those things where there's just absolutely um, absolutely zero fashion sense um, accompanied by people who are, like you said, you know, taking the risks, um, dressing bolder. Uh, would you agree? What are you, where, where are you at? What are your thoughts? Dressing bolder, playing golf? Yeah. Yeah, like there's... Um, there's some people who do that, and then there's other people who just are bad at dressing, so they wear plaid pants with a, like, pinstriped shirt. Yeah, I think golf, I feel like it's going not in that direction anymore, to be honest. Like, I feel like golf in, let's say, the 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. um, that was really a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, like wearing like like big bold plaids with a giant hat or i don't know some being a little more out there i feel like nowadays they've made golf wear almost like like as someone who goes to golf galaxy somewhat frequently Mm -hmm. uh at least multiple times a year um you could pretty much buy stuff off the the shelf there and wear it in everyday life and no one would 
no one would know it's golf. I mean, maybe like a polo or something looks a little golfy, but yeah, <laughs> golfy. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, I, I know I exactly like what you mean. Because I'm not. It just looks I, like yeah. It looks like nice, yeah. Casual wear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe then you'd wear like business cash a lot, a lot of it. Yeah, for sure. With a hat. I do know that because I look at Nike's golf stuff a lot. With a degree of frequency that might surprise you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, but I do, I do think that the, it's like, I mean, there's probably, there's so many things, just life in general, as far as like dressing for your everyday life. Like I, there are people who put like zero effort in and some people just don't need to. And, and they're just like, yeah, yeah I'll throw, throw on, you know, khaki shorts and a, a plain colored t-shirt and be fine but then there's other people who like they don't really care and uh <laughs> that's pretty good um there's other people that don't really care and then uh you know look ridiculous and i think that and then there's other people who do care and they understand that like that might look ridiculous but they're going for the uh they're going for the bold yeah yeah i don't know what Joshua and chat just said about his dad getting angry during golf, even though I think it was a joke um, about we golf, but it, it made me think of the first ever podcast CSI podcast we did uh-huh. with Jesse. Oh, I remember that the story about his about dad. They went on a vacation to Mexico and they went mini golfing and how yeah. his dad was getting like, <laughs> like really angry. Um, which is just hilarious to think of a grown man, like taking, miniature golf so seriously yeah so funny uh but anyway welcome to the pod yeah that was a weird intro but <laughs> what Sorry. uh what have you been up to man uh taking a st- i've been uh taking a stroll down memory lane this week um do you remember uh like weird pseudo innovation in beer packaging that happened like around the time like probably like 10 years ago like when we were in our early 20s um i brought up something and everyone at work was like what is that uh do you remember the miller light vortex bottle no but now i need to look it up yeah so it was it was the latest in beer innovation wait is this like oh it, it had the, the it had a spiral it had a spiral yeah. on the inside yes. so that you could chug it faster. <laughs> Wait, there is an, a hilarious picture that I need to bring up on on Twitch now. Um, let me see if I can All grab right. it real quick. This is so funny. It's like very mathematic, but you can keep keep going. So, keep going. um. We were talk. We were talking about that, and uh, <laughs> here we go. I was I was suggesting that we uh, at the bar. I was like, we need to we need to stop canning. Yes, I was like, we need to stop canning. We need to switch to bottles, and we need to bring back the vortex bottle. Will be the talk of the town. That's hilarious. I remember this. I remember watching commercials. And them advertising this mm-hmm. as if anyone would give a fuck. What is the point? Right. Is it supposed to be able to like 
pour a beer into a glass without any like head or without too much of it without no. a tilt? No, it's 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 strictly for chugging. Like that's all it's I can think of. It's so you can scorch your suck hole yeah, more efficiently. Yeah, it's all about drinkability. That was the other thing that I was laughing about. Do you remember when that was um I don't know if it was Bud Light or Miller Light, but their whole their their stick was like, oh, it's superior drinkability. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I want I'd be really curious to know what the like res- obviously they must not have been great because they're not yeah, they're they gone. don't do it anymore. But I'd be really curious to know how that like campaign went mm-hmm. for them. Uh like was it was it any good? Like, was it like, was it hot in the streets and then it died out a little bit? Or was it just like, uh, no one like, seems to give a, a flop, shit. Like, did it, did yeah. it help their sales? I'm yeah. wondering. Because it's such a, what, what's what's better? I would take the Coors Light, but the Coors Light. Oh, the mountains turning, turning blue, blue was, was fucking brilliant. They're still doing that, right? Are they? Do the mountains still turn blue? I'm just going to look that up. Um, Coors Light bottles and cans, the iconic mountains still turn blue when the beer is cold. And in addition, oh, this is from 2011. Forget it. Wait, this is so funny. Okay, so I'm on an article on beerpulse.com from from May of 2011. And it. It says Coors Light introduces two-stage cold activation. So the mountains <laughs> turn blue, but then they had two bars on the bottom, and one was cold, and then there was another level that was a, a darker blue called super cold. Studies indicate that 70% of legal drinking age men have put their beer in the freezer to achieve the desired level of cold. The trick is to know when to take the beer out. Now on Coors Light bottles and cans, the iconic mountains still the turn trick. blue. Yeah. <laughs> the trick is to know. Yeah. As if just not leaving it in for like a day yeah. is always going to do the trick. I, so, yeah, I've put beer in the freezer, but only to drink like in the like immediate and never yeah. like Coors Light. Never now, because I need it to be freezing. What's that? Do you have a deeper trick with beer or I guess really anything that's in a, a bottle or can that you want to get cold or fast? I've seen people get um, pretty uh, pretty tricky. Like you do like a wet paper towel. I was going to say wet paper towel, wrap it, and then wrap that in aluminum foil. Oh, aluminum foil. See, that's new. And mm-hmm. how quick can you... We, we should fucking do it. Uh, test this. How quick can you get a beer cold? How quick can you turn the mountains blue? I don't know. Um, oh, what was Leo's Liquors on, uh, on yeah. uh, Eight Corners or whatever? My house growing up, yeah. Yeah. They had, they had this, like... I don't know if it was actually cryogen, but it was called, like, a cryobath. And it basically, like, if you bought a bottle on the shelf, you could put it in this this ice bath for, like, a minute. And then the mountains would turn blue, for sure. Whoa. 
Like, how does it get... Because I would be worried you're only really just getting the outside of it really cold. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, like, you hold the can, it's cold to the touch, but is all of the liquid inside been been also chilled? There's a video I looked up on YouTube. We won't uh -huh. play it now since people won't be able to see it, but it's how to super chill beer fast in five minutes, and the YouTube account is The Brew Captain. Oh, which is pretty captain. fun. He's a he's a beer guy. Actually, he's a stout guy. Um, sick. Don't yeah, be a so fool who brings hot beer to a party. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dumb fucking piece of fucking <laughs> shit. So cold yeah, I beer. I, I I do the I do the freezer trick sometimes, but to be honest, I always end, feel like I end up drinking it before it's really at a optimal temperature yeah i well i'd rather that honestly i'd rather that than go too far the other way and have the fucking glass burst so yeah the frozen beer yeah so you're but your brewery they don't even bottle beer right no we can it yeah that's why i'm proposing the switch to the vortex well according to the that image i was pulling up earlier that is mathematically a, it, it makes a lawsuit sense between a Korean inventor and mm. Miller Lite uh, because the Korean inventor claims that he uh, came up with this invention according oh. to the Korea Herald. And uh, yeah, he, he claims that he made it, There was a great quote here. So the company explained Fuck the spiral Miller. inside <laughs> allows the beer's taste to flow right out. Yeah. So That's when you beer. don't have that spiral, the taste isn't flowing out. The taste is trapped in the bottom. The, the taste <laughs> is trapped along the sides, but you're just getting, you know. You're, you're just, just getting, getting water. water. Yeah, you're just getting the yeah. water. You need. That's so dumb. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love the it. I, the, the, but, or the Miller Lite Vortex bottle reminds me of the apartment, which was a <laughs> gross ass dance bar that we used to go to multiple times a weekend every weekend yeah it was like a nightclub for 20 for people between the ages of like 21 and if even 25 you might be you might Pushing. be kind of weird honestly if yeah. you're there at 25 yeah like you're too old yeah and that it definitely yeah oh man but place also was awesome awesome yeah, that place. Yeah, the uh, the triathlon we used to do was so great because we'd go to Wise Fools, which was actually an amazing dive bar. Um, mainly because like hey, dive bars, the bar's a little lower, anyways. Tommy. Um, but yeah, I I do think that that. Um, Wise Fools was awesome. But yeah, closing out the night in Beaumont's classic. Yeah. Classic. Um, very disgusting. From one disgusting bar to the next. Yeah. I remember being, it, it was probably Natalie, but I remember being with a friend who was wearing sandals and she like stepped out of her sandal onto the floor and her foot was just covered in like black goo, like tar. <laughs> just, just, it's like she stepped into wet tar. Yeah. Like what? Just like, I don't even know, quite understand what that could be. It's just like all the 
stuff people are tracking in. I don't know. Yes, the stuff people are tracking in with like or never being with like probably yeah, spilled like booze. Because yeah. that can't even be like a couple nights worth of of stuff. That's got to be like just years of build up. <laughs> <laughs> we're the first bar we're the first 4 a.m bar with a dirt floor oh man okay so Fuck yeah what oh, else? So, what, so, so do you also do you remember idea i think they need to if they want to if they want to like if if we want to survive nice. sure let's just keep doing what we're doing but if we want to thrive we just totally shift gears and we start vortex bottling our beer. That way, the good stuff doesn't get stuck on the sides. Dude, we need to deep dive later into the brew captains. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, he's got a lot of videos that I can exactly see here. Ben. A little over, oh, almost three thousand subscribers. Sick. So he is a captain. Uh, he has. <laughs> So six days ago, he posted a video, 365 days of chugs, day 51. <laughs> That's awesome. I think he's chugging a beer every single day. Okay, so pretty much most of his videos are these this this day 365 of chugs. Dude, I love uh, that. Though. He has one that's a 6.30 in the morning chug. That's okay. not, that doesn't seem okay. Well, if he's uh, golfing, it's okay, right? You just have to have an activity attached to it. I'm making Irish car bomb. Vortex chug. Oh, where you spin the bottle and yeah, I've done that before. He does some blind taste testing. This is good stuff here. Yeah. All Best right. way to cook beer brats: drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, I'm gonna say beer this. Here. this. Day 365. Yeah. Dude, I love that. That's one, that just sounds like, you know, fun content. And then two, like you don't have to you don't have to think about it too much. When we want to drive, we have to die. What? What? I don't think it's intoxicated. Oh, I guess Um, so. Okay, so, um, so 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 do up? you remember any other like good like so the do you remember the Miller Lite cans? They started doing that like punch tab. Do you remember uh, that? Yeah. I don't remember actually doing having one, but I feel like I remember that. You've probably that you've you've probably had one because it's like unavoidable uh, unavoidable. Um because we were drinking cheap beer all the time i don't um, remember punching a ta- like a but tab. you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to is the thing i'm gonna oh yes yes yes, yes. i do remember so do. there was this oh yeah there's this indentation for like face for like shotgunning yeah there's this indentation to the top right of where you actually open and drink the beer and they it was called the punch top can and they, again, everything they do is to get beer into your system faster, no matter what they say. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just, it was very funny. Like, easy I flow. I do remember this. Yeah. 
And so, oh, I found a post. It's from seven years ago in r slash beer on Reddit. My buddy, uh, what happened to the Miller Lite punch top cans? My my <laughs> buddies, them. my buddies back home in Massachusetts reported not, which is funny to me because that just seems like Massachusetts, like Boston specifically, obviously has a rep. But yeah, yeah, just imagine those guys being like, what the fuck happened to the punch top cans? Um, my buddy is back home in Massachusetts, reported not seeing them for a while now. And I laughed they at them. Reported. <laughs> they reported. That's the wording. Um, they, put a, they filed a missing person. I am just now the seeing them sold without the punch top here in South Florida. Google has shown no news on removing them. Have you guys heard anything? Wait. So this is a post he he's posted seven years ago. And then he added, he said, edit. I like how nobody actually answered the question and just bashed shotgunning beers, LOL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trying to find a list of like best beer can mm -hmm. but i don't know exactly what to search <laughs> they realize like best beer can like marketing yeah but it's it's giving me like designs like mm -hmm. like art on cans which isn't maybe famous beer can marketing okay yeah yeah famous I want to see if we find any other fun ones. Um, I like this. Someone said they realize that the people that drink Miller Lite don't need assistance when it comes to getting the stuff into their bodies as quickly as possible. <laughs> They've got it down. In my area, there's still punch tops. At a party once, I wanted to see the punch top in action, but I couldn't get through. So I used a screwdriver and ended up pushing so hard that the can <laughs> burst down the side. Good times, Miller Lite. Good times. It's so funny. I, I definitely Wait, remember those. I don't remember. Uh, the one time I tried to actually use a punch top can, I pressed in with my keys and ended up folding the can and spraying beer all over myself. Stupid gimmick. What? Well, of I, course it's a stupid gimmick. Yeah, obviously it's a stupid gimmick, but. Stupid gimmick. Um, yeah, these are like beer ads. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't find anything. Okay. So wait, do you is so is did this come up because your bar is trying to come up with like No, I was Oh, you just you I just, just remembered it. it and was, you know, being being a silly goose. Oh, okay. Do you know it's awesome and it must be expensive to do because so few people do it that I feel like the people that would jump on it first would probably be pretty successful oh my god this is so funny um the you know the the pull top have you had those beers before where it's a can of beer but instead of just the little like opening you you pull the whole top off and there's a smooth i feel like that's how beer was like back in the day right yeah it it is similar to that um or I think it I think it has happened before. I don't know what's going on out there. Um, but I just haven't. Uh, I who was it? There was a place called um, uh, High or Noon Whistle, Noon Whistle, and uh, in the Chicago area. They okay. when they first I came don't think out. I had this. When they first came out, they had. Um, 
<laughs> I sent you a funny ad. <laughs> um, when they first came out, they uh, they had that pole top. Yeah, power. I forget. It's I, I if it's in Naperville, it's not actually in Chicago, but it's like just outside of the city or not just outside. But um, but yeah, they had the, the where you pull the whole top off and that was cool. And then last time I went home and got some, they had switched to just the standard crack open top. So. <laughs> Beer advertisements are nuts. <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting from this search. <laughs> and also like it's just wild the stuff people would throw out. Oh, JT's throwing out the rocks verse. Yeah. Oh man. Um yeah, I uh I don't know. I just remember I I feel like that was a really hot time like the 2010s. I feel like that was a really yeah. hot time for well pseudo yeah. pseudo beer innovation. Was this cuz this was I feel like a little bit before the craft beer mm-hmm. scene blew up and so maybe these big companies like they saw the I like saw the writing on the wall. Bud Light and like maybe they were like on top of the world. Yeah. And just like maybe could throw out it. And it's like we can do anything. Yeah. Just fucking just like let's it. just fucking put a punch hole on top of the can. Or let's just have these motherfucking <laughs> mountains turn blue. Which I do agree was is great. The best is the best. The mountains turning blue is but the best The gimmick. vortex is yeah. by far the worst because it's it's truly nothing. Yeah. It's it's truly nothing. So maybe that yeah. was part of it. Like we were in college, it was like you really didn't as I'm not saying craft beers didn't exist. Obviously they did, but I don't think they had craft beer was it was just it was still so in it I guess it still is to to a degree, but it was just still, it was just so much easier to, uh, grab, um, you know, Miller light or Bud light or whatever, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's not it at all, but, uh, it yeah. was cheaper. Like, obviously oh yeah, for sure. Get whatever cheap is, but I just think even like craft beer like my dad, from my dad never drank craft beer. My dad, when I was growing up would only have like, Miller, he yeah. drank Miller. Actually, he drank Miller Light because that's, I think, because of the punch top. Why... <laughs> yeah. Well, he obviously switched to Vortex bottles, so yeah. No, he didn't drink Miller Light. He drank High Life because I think that's why I High Life. bought High Life when I was in college. Like that's I was so like, funny. oh, like this is the stuff my dad would drink. So my I'm dad knows what's going too. on. I just, um, I honestly just figured a big part of that was. uh I'm sure this factors into it too, but a big part of that was was Wisefuls, the Fifty Cent High Life night. So you're just it's like, why don't we just drink High Life all the time? What if I we think t- we were already drinking High Life as our main? What if we turned before, it into a personality trait before that? And I think that the fact that they had that mm-hmm. made us just love the bar okay. all the more. Fair enough. I do remember I have a picture somewhere of. Because so your move back in the day, you used to be off every other Friday. 
Yeah, that was um, awesome. I worked a scheduler. I worked nine hours. I basically worked in a two-week span. I worked uh, eight nine-hour days, one eight-hour day, and then I had shave, one day off. Yeah, to shave a day off of your – What is it called? Like a four-five or something. A <laughs> four-five. A five-four. Yeah, whatever. But it was – that it was pretty sweet it was pretty sweet considering a lot of the time i was at work i wasn't doing well yeah <laughs> yeah good good thing this is the but best yeah, system we've come every up other with thursday but it's like party time yeah and so you would on your way home grab a case of high life bottles and i just remember one time we had we had filled and it wasn't like a full-size fridge but it was bigger than those little like cube college fridges we had just filled it with high life. And I still have a picture of there's just, there's nowhere else to put beer in this fridge. It is so full of high life. And it was awesome. Oh, the, the fridge we had in our kitchen? Yeah. No, the, the, like, mean, the, living, the room living room fridge. fridge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We had a very, which is a very college thing to have. But yeah. I, I remember that mini fridge was, we we realized that there was an outlet in our hallway uh-huh. that wasn't connected to, I mean, this had to have saved us like next to nothing, yeah, uh, in the electricity. But we thought we were so fucking smart. We ran an extension cord from the hallway of the apartment building because our apartment building was weird. The front, no one that lived in the building used the front no. staircase. It had this out, which it, for anyone who's familiar with Chicago, like power, it had a very, very classic, yeah, it was Chicago like classic back building. porch staircase. So this big wooden staircase slash balcony that each unit had led Death up stairs to the, the back in the winter yeah, and it was wood fucking die. Brick. what and i said Death in the stairs winter, yeah, in the winter yeah. you could fucking die because also the, oh, the railings and stuff were like, wooden i didn't think we had a key to the front of to the front door of the building we never used it you only went up no. the back yep and but also those stairs they everything was wooden but the actual steps were metal were so metal when yeah. it would like it would freeze like if it would snow and get a little warmer and then uh drop f- fucking forget about it like you'd be slipping all over the place uh anyways yeah so so yeah we ran but that we, uh cord <laughs> go ahead yeah i was just gonna say we we ran an extension cord to the the outlet that was in the hallway and the land, one of the land, like the, the management company eventually found it and made us stop, stop doing that. But I always thought it was funny because that's what that fridge was hooked up. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what the fridge was, was hooked up to. Hey, cut that out. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Just stop. Who cares? Get some help. Um, yeah. Those are good times. Yeah, I just remember that like Thursdays, just loading it up with high life. But I just specifically remember one day you literally could not get anything else in there. It was it was nothing but gold bottles of high life. Good times. Yeah, I you know what I was thinking? So so talking about beer marketing kind of goes back to I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago when we were talking about Mondo squeezers. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I was thinking I'm surprised that we. A week goes by where we don't talk about Mondo squeezers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, <laughs> the 
I, I don't know how true it is, but it's just like kind of a shot in the dark is like either we were or we're around like the first generation of like kids that were advertised to instead of like advertisements going towards our parents for stuff to buy us. Wait, you're saying we were the first generation of that? I th- yeah, I feel like we were. Think? I feel like we were on. I think so because of how weird everything was, and it's so geared towards kids. And Russ, shout out Russ, our friend. Our friend uh, he uh, texted yeah, he us texted that us. Mondo cooler or uh, squeezers uh, advertisement. I feel like yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna look this up I, and see if I, anything comes I mean, up. I think you're on to something that are the 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 you know kids grow, who grew up in the 90s or maybe early like i feel like we were it got hot like advertising in general was huge mm-hmm. like the whole explosion of like i think there was a much bigger explosion of like fast food and like that like plasticky yeah. like lunchables and all that mondos and all that shit like blew up i think going back to the 70s there was definitely like like toys and stuff would have been like would have had like targeted ads but i do agree i think it was like then the 90s it was on another level yeah yeah maybe you know what anyone else thinks about that yeah because like with like maybe we're just biased the advent of like maybe it was just more in your face because of like a lot of like kids programming like saturday morning cartoons like instead of just being uh, you know, a thing that they had just kind of casually. It was like, all right, every channel is going to like try and corner the market and they're going to go hard for three hours yeah. every Saturday. I, f- I feel like back in the day in like the seventies, I keep going back to seventies, but I feel like an ad for a toy would have been maybe targeted towards kids, but it would have been the like, ads were probably mostly all the same. Like it was mm-hmm. like, Hey, here's the thing. Here's us. We're going to tell you about it. And this is. And now, like in the 90s, it was like going to be some kid fucking ripping it on a skateboard, chugging yeah. Mondos, yeah. doing backflips, and being like, drink Mondo. Yeah. She's like, I like, got to have a Mondo because like, this guy's kid, tight. Like, I don't know how I can't. I will literally die if I don't drink a Mondo right now. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe the stakes just suddenly got a lot higher when we were younger. No, they just got better at it. Like, yeah. People. Well, you're right. Yeah, they got better at it, got but really like fucking good at it. They yeah. got their ten thousand hours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, it obviously existed before. Because um, what was it? A Christmas story where they like he gets the decoder pin, and it's just yeah. an advertisement for Ovaltine. So I guess yeah. yeah, that that probably has been going on for a long time. But and yeah, television, just, like there was just TV, like te- television was on twenty four seven. Like there was yeah. never. And there was, you know, 50 channels, 60 channels back then. Like, there was no escape. Yeah. But I also feel like the rise and fall of Saturday morning cartoons. But wait, what was your point about the, the Oh, I just, like... Oh, I was just thinking about it. Um, and just how, like... And maybe, yeah, like you know talking through it maybe like it was just something that just reached another level when we were kids but yeah they just got so good at like exactly what you said just these over the top like if you don't drink this like 
why are you even you alive? Yeah, yeah, like why even do this? Like, yeah, this this lunchable. Not only it like the ads became. This is just, of course, both of us know like nothing. Yeah, about yeah, the history of advertising or marketing or any of that stuff. So obviously, we're just talking on our ass. But I feel like, yeah, did the ads become more? They they stopped becoming so much about the product. And they were about the the feeling you yes get, or the yeah it was about giving the you of having that thing yeah yeah it was they started selling you an experience yeah via yeah, man, we're like we're like fucking madmen right now this via fucking mondo what's up breaking yo breaking I know you from Mancake Street yeah how are you. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Talking about advertising. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's it. I think they they start. I mean, not that that wasn't because even in Mad Men that took place in the sixties and that's yeah. what it's about. But it still felt like there was. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate that. Blessings. If it, it, it's just like you said, the stakes got higher. They got better at it. Yeah, and they weren't pulling any punches anymore. Like they were no. just going hard. But like we so don't like, give a fuck. We're gonna root. Hey, mom and dad, we're gonna ruin your fucking day. <laughs> uh, because your kid's gonna think they're fucking worthless unless they're pounding Mondo squeezers. Unless they have a shit ton of Mondo squeezers with yeah. the goddamn lunchable. Yeah. Oh man. Dude, when's the last time you had? I think we've talked about this in the pod, but I remember this must have been, uh, let's say, seven years ago now. Yeah. I remember specifically being coming home from the bars drunk one night <laughs> in Chicago when I was having my. I think I had like my studio at the time in Chicago, yeah. and I stopped at the Seven Eleven by my house, and I was mm-hmm. like, I know I'm really hungry, and I got a lunchable. And I ate like two bites of it, and I was like, "This is fucking terrible!" Like, what? I what? What was it? Was it? Are we talking uh, nachos? I, I don't think they had Zah? a lot of options. They were classics that they oh. had. Because I remember I was, I, they so, had the pizza one, which was my favorite as yeah. a kid. But I was like, I don't think that's gonna be good. Like I was smart enough in the moment to be like, I don't think I'm gonna enjoy that cold pizza. <laughs> and <laughs> I went. I think I went with the classic, like just just crackers, like turkey and cheese, and cheese and crackers because yeah. oh. I thought that was the safest choice. Oh, that's dangerous. Thought, like, this is the. To me, this is the, same. the other options are horrible, like cheeseburger, like a cold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 burger. no. Pizza's got to be the safest to me. Remember, when, do you probably in hindsight, pizza yeah. would have been the way to go. Um, Bryce says he hates them. Yeah. Remember fucking, kid, uh, fucking. Yeah. Dude, the nacho ones, literally just a tub of oh. cold cheese that you dip like tiny. How was little, that lunch? Yeah. How is that a lunch? It's not a lunch. It's a fucking snack. You, yeah, like at 11 in the morning, you are <laughs> pounding a Capri it's Sun. like the chocolate milk you did. <laughs> did you get the chocolate milk that came in? in the, oh, from, wor- or from work? From school? from school? Yeah. They came around with the cartons. Yeah. Of milk. Yes. And then they always selected Pongo. a kid to take the crate back. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the one one lucky kid from class that day got to like walk the crate back to the fucking I don't know. D- yeah, my, back to the lunch line. Because my or wherever the lunch my element didn't have a cafeteria, so we would eat oh, at our okay. desks. We did. And so yeah, we had to walk it back. Yeah. Um middle school we had a cafeteria. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I 
Also, you know what's funny in like um in middle school was when we started having like they would offer hot lunches. And yeah. We had that square pizza like once a week. Uh, I don't I don't remember this. Okay, so it turns out uh like it turns out that it's more prominent than I thought. There's a lot of like square lunchroom pizzas going on. Um but in in high school it was slices. Like, you know, triangle slices. Uh but yeah, square lunchroom pizza. I'm looking this up. But yeah, the um I think the rectangle cafeteria pizza, school lunch copycat, brownie bites blog. All right. So people know about it. People know about it. That's my point. Did but, you well in high now high school cuz I I would usually bring a lunch. Yeah, me too. But I would I would like I would like subsidize my lunch with if I had any money on me, I would usually get like either a slice of pizza or Bosco yeah. sticks. Oh, I was going to say uh, the exact same or thing. Or Sour Patch Kids. I would get Sour Patch. <laughs> there was that little in our lunch we had the same yeah. lunch high school cafeteria room and in like the corner there was like a little like like a little like Snack? candy yeah candy snack. aisle yeah like it would have like chips and sour patch kids and like a few like just sweets or and uh i would always i as think as much as possible dude try and get some sour just a surprise to nobody all right so this might be completely made up right now but i kind of feel like that might have been a like a a, a classist move on their part um uh, so like you know uh, obviously there's kids who get free lunch um usually for like their family's financial situation right and i think that like you like maybe that's why they were separate it was like oh you want you want name brand candy it's not for free buddy not for free bucko uh, maybe I mean this line. yeah because they weren't part of yeah that's possible I mean I know I mean it's also like because like I would get Bosco sticks Bosco sticks were the fucking bob oh my god are you kidding me Dude, yes I mean, indeed I, I'm pretty convinced those would still taste amazing today if I had some oh yeah it's fucking bread and cheese <laughs> it's like garlicky cheesy yeah this inside of bread dipped in dipped marinara, in marinara. It can't really be bad legalized marinara yeah um no i i think those would still uh hit the spot yeah uh yeah so i don't know i just feel like i was thinking about that i've I've been thinking about advertising a lot lately vortex bottles mondo squeezers dude a mondo squeezer in a vortex bottle wouldn't even have to and bonus browse we need to like try and find some like 90s commercials yeah commercials for kids are still pretty nuts i i have recently for whatever reason i was watching i was on like nickelodeon or Mm -hmm. i had another channel on where like commercials came up i don't know why but uh the commercials for kids like in the the toys like toys are not better like they're if anything they're probably worse like the the toys toys are probably a lot like like some garbage game for kids it's just trash Uh and the way the 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 audio the voiceover work is just made like it's so intense. Is it? Ex- yeah, it's extreme, right? It's extreme. It's extreme. Yeah, it's, I, I bet part of the reason toys have not improved is video games. 
They probably because the game keep improving, huh? Because probably, yeah. I mean, um, I feel like video games probably pull in more money than uh, than like Transformers action figures or I don't know, you know? Yeah, would two kids wonder. would like would would like kids who are obviously young young kids are still doing like I'm, I'm assuming playing with a lot of the classic toys. Yeah, you know dolls fucking do blows legos, yeah stuff like that i know legos are still hot but i'm wondering like kids getting to the age where they're yeah like let's say 10 yeah or nine uh let's where they might be a little bit past that like mm-hmm. are they doing anything other toys anything other than like electronic based things like video games or honestly games i don't know ipad and shit i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. but to change the topic, yeah. speaking of kids. Yes, I I actually was thinking the same thing. Like where you had. I today. was hoping they'd be in here tonight. I mean, I'm sure they're they're busy with all their their family Why? stuff going on, being home. They don't have but, time for us. Uh, yesterday, Gerald and I took a drive down uh, to Chicago to hang out with Bobby Bippis. You know, people who are here in chat might recognize the name because he's mm-hmm. he's chatting in here very often. Long time listeners. He there was a stretch where he would be on the pod with us a decent amount. That's true. That's true. When we were doing the pod out of Clybourne, he yeah. was a regular guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, he moved to Las Vegas. He's now married. They have a kid and they just announced, which was truly a shock. We got to the, they're in town. Mm-hmm. They're having a little barbecue uh so you, you rode some, on you them know, at their friends. own barbecue. Very nice. And yeah, they had their their Quinn, their little mm-hmm. girl, who's from that was my first time ever meeting her. She's very adorable. Yes. Very cute. Um, she was wearing a shirt. It was really funny because she came out and she was wearing a shirt that said, I've got a secret. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Quinn, oh, you got a secret. Like I was like, I had no idea what it was. I just thought it was like kind of a funny kid shirt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they she turned around and saying she's gonna be a big sister. So yeah, they're pregnant. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Big this shouts. Big little shouts. little shindig they had was full of, of babies and children. Like, I, Ugh. it was all Jess's friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It totally sucked. No, I'm kidding. Um, but Jess, I had no idea that, like, literally every single one of Jess's high school, Jilf, who's also mm-hmm. in chat often, Jilf420, yeah. every one of her friends from high school is every single person there except for me, Jaron, and then angie who you know yes another friend of shout out we were the only one who either who weren't pregnant or had a kid wow so there was like four other couples with babies and i think I one guess other that's, girl that's, <laughs> honestly that maybe is not very abnormal at all <laughs> uh, i mean but, that was a first fruit i yeah. hadn't been for me that'd be a, I mean, yeah I have obviously we have friends with kids, but mm-hmm. I had never. I don't live close enough to those friends. Yeah, where I would like. Yeah, I don't know where I'd go to a party and that they're hosting, but I don't know. It was it was like it seemed a little bit, a little bit out of the ordinary. Not crazy out of the ordinary, but like. Every single car, every single car that pulled up was like two suburban parents rolling out with a with a child that's the same exact age of the other child, <laughs> the other kids that were there. They were all the same age. That's funny. Or like pretty close. So yeah, it was funny. 
That is funny. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited. Quinn was I, this one, though. And I'm not even kidding. I, no, I she's adorable. Um, and she yeah. was my favorite. I ranked them. Yeah. I told them to their face. <laughs> you suck, baby. Um, Your last place. Yeah. Baby of the year. One baby did try and uh, put its finger in Lante's butt, which was very funny. And <laughs> I don't know why. It was like its first re- instinct. Like, they were like, the dad, it was very nice. The dad was like walking the little girl up to Latte being like, okay, be gentle, be nice. Mm-hmm. And like, she like kind of patted him once. And we were, <laughs> Latte's a little bit like, he loves people, but I think he was kind of overwhelmed because he was yeah. there for a while. And there's a lot of people, a lot of kids. He, sure. I wouldn't say he's like a super great dog for kids because he's can, he can like be a little bit like snippy oh. if he doesn't like what's happening. Um, but he doesn't really have many teeth, so you don't really have to worry about it. I just don't want some guy to be like, Hey, why the fuck are you letting my kid pet your dog? If it, if it does, gonna... yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, we were like, so because of that, we were like making sure his head wasn't like facing the girl. <laughs> and so, and his so butt was that was there. an invite she had her finger like in pointer position and just like, was like slowly going towards his butthole. <laughs> I don't know why. So I don't funny. know why. The dad caught it and was like, whoa, nope, don't do that. <laughs> but it was va- I've never seen a kid do that. Ooh, that was very what's strange. That? What's that? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it looks like somewhere my finger could fit. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. First instinct. I'm going in for the kill. Uh, and then we, uh, we went yeah. home and watched and sat and had a fight with my parents out in the backyard and we had a little bonfire. It was Wait, really nice. Did you say had a fight with your parents? No, we sat in the back and had a bonfire. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Then, but yeah, I, we, I no, miss we I, I misheard you, obviously, but I thought you were like, like yeah, no, no, you no. know, we got back and uh, had a fight with my parents. What? No. Were you? No, we just, it was a night. I think a nice night. I think I said night, like oh. the end of the night with my. Okay. With, out oh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It was, I, good, I, it, was, it was a lovely. Good day. Nice good, Saturday. Good Successful sesh. Trip. Good sesh. Cool. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, I saw it. It like. Um, because Rob sent the pics of of you and Quinn, and uh, the first the one there's one where you're giving her a high five and then the other two she could not give less of a shit that you're there no yeah she was pretty sure i mean obviously she never met me before so sure she was yeah pretty shot. yeah but but yeah so uh, i was like oh adorable and then i was like wait what uh, is this real? yeah congrats took, yeah we actually got to see that same reaction about like six times throughout the day because like yeah. people would show up and it was like they would realize so yeah it was yeah it was cute i was i was really surprised yeah, I'm. I. I mean, I'm not too surprised, but right. I was in the moment. It was like, whoa. Yes. Uh, yeah. But yes, of course, it's not like necessarily surprising. Or having, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, other than that, uh, yeah. Like I told you before we went live, I've been feeling like shit. I, yeah. I started feeling a little bit under. Like I felt like I was getting sick. Like on Friday, you know, you have that feeling. Yeah. Throat's a little scratchy. Here I had go. a little bit of a cough. Here we go. Yeah. Yes, and today, just, uh, yeah, 
for some reason like super congested which sucks mm-hmm. but uh, we had our first golf league on wednesday oh the the weather held it did barely um <laughs> we actually a lot actually pretty much everyone canceled yeah uh like the league basically canceled but i've in a text chain with the guys that i'm on a team that you with. know yeah and uh yeah, like we're, there was a lot of back and forth, and I was like, "I'm, I'm gonna go." Like, I called the place; they're open. It looks like the weather's, it looks like it's supposed to like maybe be stop raining. But the question was like, was the course too wet already mm-hmm. from all the rain we got? Yeah, so they were open. I'm like, I'm gonna go. So the, actually, everyone that we all went, all the guys that I was texting with, and it turned out amazing from that standpoint because the course was completely empty, and by like the second hole, the sun came out, so it was like perfect. Mm-hmm. And we were just out there alone. Uh, so that was very nice. But cool. yeah, it was a good time. That's awesome. And you, so do you know these people or are you just, um, no. you got randomly paired? paired. They seem cool though. Randomly paired. Uh, they're fine. No, I mean, no, no. Okay. They're fine. Like I definitely am. I think as far as three other people to play golf with once a week, I could have got paired up with what much, much worse, you know? Yeah. Like they're perfectly they seem like perfectly nice guys. Mm-hmm. They're just Do not, they seem like guys that I would be friends with in outside of yeah, this. They're not, they're not your, your, your crew. They're not. No, there, there's not. I, I just don't think we're, we're into the same things other than golf. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitch. And I, I don't have to. Yeah. They just kind of seem like. They seem like golfers. Well, they're, like there is, guy, there's a stereotype about no, they're younger not. guys. They're who not. Golf. I, I wouldn't say that. They're not okay. like, I, I, I mean, it's not like they were. We were all like, I would say, pretty similar like mm-hmm. skill level. Okay. But I wouldn't say they're like these like golf bros. Not at all. I just think they're the type that were quick to get settled into their life. And oh, by okay. that, I yeah. mean, like, they all live in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. They have significant others. They uh, yeah. are going to have kids soon, even though they're, like, younger than me. Yeah. And Got so, it. like, the suburbs immediately, it's like, okay, well, there's just, like, a proximity issue now because yeah. I'm not going to, like, you know, I don't see us really, like, Chilling. going too far the way. Yeah. Um, Heard that. And, yeah, they just right, seem like. Cool. They're not, yeah, they're not bad guys. They're just and, not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't see myself. I don't see any of them. Um, And one guy was young. One guy was like 25 and, in, in, you know, he also lived in, this, in the suburbs. And, mm-hmm. But they're not the guys that are going to, like, come over and, and smoke weed with me and just be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool and, guys. Not that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm being too. I'm being judgy, but, you know. You can just get right. the vibe They're... when it comes to like, but am I like totally happy to like be playing golf with them? That's for the yeah. next seven weeks. Yeah, like definitely. That's I don't think it's going to accomplish the other goal of maybe making like friends meeting, outside of the meeting field. boys. Yeah, yeah, heard that. I um, think you get older and your 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 standards. Well, it's weird getting older with with friends mm-hmm. with meeting trying to meet new friends because yeah, when we were younger, like. You don't even have to try at no. those early age, right? It just yeah. happens. Right. And then you get, and you also, you have so like, uh, like using us as an example back in our early twenties, obviously we were already friends, but then you make 
other friends and they just yeah. become part of the group and you have nothing else to do right like, you have so much fucking time on your hand right like you're oh yeah you have like endless time basically to like to to strengthen those bonds right um where yeah. when you're older you don't have that time and mm -hmm. so i don't know if it's like you have to you obviously like need to be you did, picky but then you have to prioritize really have to differently yeah yeah absolutely things really have to click for it to really work yeah um yeah that makes perfect sense i get that yeah um and you get a strong sense i feel like the older you get too you get like a really much stronger sense of like who you are yeah oh yeah absolutely like is you're you... about and what you like and so you can quickly meet someone and be like i can pretty much tell right away if you're someone that like we're gonna like this will be you're someone that we can like, will be fun yeah or you're not about that life work. bro yeah yeah no and i don't even know what life i'm trying what i'm trying to say i i do but that life yeah Another i guess one. it's just that life yeah um no i i definitely understand what what you mean by that for sure uh and it is it's just one of those things where it's like I think that it's a combination of what you said, where it's like you have a pretty, you, you should have a decent understanding of self and you, um, you, you know, like you can pick up like, okay, we're like the clicking, like in the process is like, okay, you're analyzing it and you're like, this is all right. I get this. We're, we're going to work or. Like, eh, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if you're my guy, but, um, so there's that. And then I also think it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, it's, it's really hard to make friends when you're older. Um, and I think yeah. that, I think that everyone moves through the world with that mindset. And so it becomes true. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, yeah, it, I, I mean, I do def, I, I think there is some truth to that because mm -hmm. it might make you give up on things quicker or and I just also, like not try in the first place, yeah. but I do I also think, think there's truth, truth to, the idea, like, to that idea. Friends. Yeah, absolutely. And, and part of it is like what you said, like different stages of your life, different, like, yeah, all for you guys like golf, but you know what you're going to do on your weekend and what they're going to do on their weekend just doesn't sync up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that's, that's true. I think in my situation too, it's like, I'm pretty much everything going on is like, can in a way be working against me to make new friends. And I don't mm -hmm. even mean this in a bad way. Cause I'm not like, I, I, I feel for the most part, there's definitely times you'd be like, eh, it'd be cool to have a friend to go do X, Y, and Z with or mm -hmm. whatever, um, more, uh, like for the spontaneous stuff. Yes. But I work from home. I'm in, his new, I'm in a city that I moved to during COVID. Yeah. I work from home and I don't really have any connections here. You're a basement um, dweller. And yeah, so, and honestly, like I'll for sure Twitch is a, and this is a good thing because I feel like we've made friends online. Yeah which is great and I love it. And it as a stopper, cause now there's a lot of nights where like, let's say Geraldine's got plans. She goes out 
my first thought often is like you get that interaction. Yeah, I'm in a stream. And instead, you know, a year before Twitch, I probably would have been like, I'm going to text some people mm-hmm. to see what they're like in New York. It would have been like, oh, she's got plans. OK, I'm going to text some people to see what they're up to, to see if I can like make some plans for myself. Where now I'm like, I don't really feel the urge to do that. Yeah, I've gotten like really good at like doing stuff by myself. That's as good. well. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've always been pretty good at that. Um, yeah, sometimes maybe too too much so but um yeah no i know i i do like i think that that's a real thing but i do also think that people constantly saying it's it's hard to make friends like it reinforces that or maybe can like force you to be like in your head about it um but yeah again i probably the biggest thing is just you become more um picky has like a negative connotation but you, you're just more selective with your time yeah you are because you're not because you're both your your availability just based on your schedule but also your like willingness availability like times mm. you're willing to go out there yeah. is smaller and so like okay yeah i'm not gonna like just hang out with whoever yeah um, and it sometimes like that i have that going on like i if it's like a night after work, I'll, I'll have um, one friend in particular. She'll be like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I'm going to go home and make dinner. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's not not uh, super exciting, but I just like, I don't know. I just I like especially working with the public, too. Like I need to go home and just decompress yeah. and, and chill. And I know that I'll be perfectly happy. Um, just not leaving the house after that. But yeah, I think that's where the work from home can like be some, cause a bit, the biggest thing was back in New York, like you had just that quick, like after work, getting a drink on a Friday, if you had no plans, like something that you get that quick interaction that I don't have anymore. Um, and whatever, it's fine. Maybe I'll find it again. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, most of it, I mean, obviously you have a partner and some doggos and like. They got shit going on. Yeah, it's just like other. Yeah. Got this stream and, you know, we try so hard. Dude, I try so hard. (laughs) I got time issues. Do it. It's Penn says, it's nice when people keep the invites coming, even though you might not go out every time. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. Because that's it's hard when you feel like you have to be the initiator. Yeah. Always. And I kind of feel like that's where I'm at now. Like I have a couple friends, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like I pretty much like need to be the, unless it comes <clears> to like go. Like, my friend group is basically the guys I like regularly golf with. And yeah. Unless it's like golf every and every other facet, I kind of have to be the one to like. Hey, we should. Push yeah. It. What if we did this? Yeah. It's not really sustainable. Yeah. Um, no, I know exactly what, what Penn means. And uh, I like. And I think that's I 
again, as we're talking, like, I don't, I don't have a ton of stuff going on. Um, but I think that, like, I know, I don't know, I, you know what it might have been? Sorry. I had this, uh, this one, I knew a guy, and, um, he actually used to come into the Starbucks I worked at at LaGrange, and, and, uh, he, um, was dating one of the women I worked with. And uh, so I we got to know each other because that too, like we were in our early 20s, and I would always be, you know, down to go out after work. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I remember him once, he was like going out and I was like, oh, you know, what you got going on, man? And he's like, oh, I'm doing this. And he said, he's like, it's like, you know, I don't really feel like going out, but this is the, um, like, I think this is like a must attend thing, uh, because I've turned down the past couple of invites. So like, (laughs) I, I like, it might be like this or I don't get invited anymore. So I try and like, not write people off, you know, like obviously if I want to, I don't know. Um, because I get it. Like we have shit going on. Um, and honestly, in my mind, I'd like to invite people to more stuff, but I just don't have that much stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I did go out to a uh, a show last night, though. I went to see a Talking Heads cover band. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. So it was fun. But so I didn't really know that it was. What was the name of the band? Uh, chop making sense like Chopatulis T C H O U P, which is the okay. street down here. Yeah, cover band names are always you gotta gotta ask. Yeah, absolutely, it's a great one. Um, you know, a play on the uh, classic Talking Heads live album, "Stop Making Sense." Yes. Um, yeah, for for those at home who might not know, uh, but the way that it was built, I kind of thought that like. And, you know, I'm a victim of my expectations here, but I kind of thought that it was the event was called Chop Making Sense. And um, it said Chop Making Sense, a a tribute to the Talking Heads featuring and then a bunch of different musicians, not even like band names. I didn't realize I thought that it was going to be a little bit more of a kind of free flowing like. We're going to have a ton of different people coming up. You know, we're celebrating the music of the Talking Heads. And Mm -hmm. uh, but really, it was just a cover band. And also, oh, also, it was um, it's I think it specifically said I'm going to look it up because I don't want to. uh, I guess no one will know if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is what happened was it referred to it as a NOLA tribute. So I thought it was going to be kind of a, yeah, Chop Making Sets, a NOLA tribute to Talking Heads. So I didn't think that it was going to be just one band. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought maybe there'd be like some brass or like, you know, just different. This was just a band that was staying faithful to the original material. So, yeah. So it was good, but I just kind of was hoping for something different. Um, but yeah, 
Had a good time. Had a good time. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else I, I wanted to talk about. We, we're mission accomplished on our, on our run time. But, All right. Yeah. So well, if you want to wrap it up. It and I can, cool. Yeah. We can, well, don't let go anywhere. Cause we're yeah. about to. So this, uh, resident evil. Yeah. So this, this closing it's for you listening at home who haven't, uh, Met us out on twitch.tv slash bestfriends420 on uh, Sunday nights around 8 central. Uh, but you've been listening to Matt and Andrew vs. Society. You can interact with us on that Twitch channel right there. Subscribe or follow. Follow and uh, hang out with us. What's up, Bobby? And uh, if you listen to the podcast on the Apple app, rate, subscribe, comment. We love reading the comments. And if not, check out Overcast. It's fantastic. Uh, great podcatcher app. Use it in my day-to-day life. And it's great. Uh, Bobby, I don't know if that's true. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there, but, uh, you know, don't listen to us on Stitcher Radio. You'll never make an adult friend. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Wow, really amazing podcast, indeed.